0: Welcome back to Lobby Concessionals, the movie podcast where nobody's right and everybody's wrong. I'm Parker and that's Brendan. Uh, follow us along on YouTube and uh, Instagram and I already said YouTube and uh, That's Facebook. it. That's all we need. Uh, <laughs> Just look at the links below. Yeah, the links. <laughs> the links. Check, check the We the also have here. a really
1: fancy new subscribe button that should be right there. Man, it's going to be the opposite. Isn't it? You're going to be pointed to the wrong corner. No, it's right here. It should be right oh, here. Oh, it is.
0: It's right where that can is. Uh, yeah, it's right We right that, nailed it. The
1: can. Where'd that can come from? Uh
0: speaking of, uh, God, we're professionals. Um we're um, uh we're going to talk about a 24 today. And so in uh, that again? we are. Yeah, yeah. You have to try. So in that vein, we bring in our resident a24 expert connor welcome hey back guys. to the show
2: <laughs> yes again brendan Yes, again. <laughs> so uh, much to unpack yeah yeah no
0: kidding um so i think it would have been four days ago light the, on thursday we, we talked about the lighthouse um and yeah so i wanted to go into a little bit more about this whole studio uh Frankly, I was initially considering doing this as an objectively wrong for me uh, because I don't get the hype. Um, Like, they have put out some good things, some very good things. Um, But I think what it really comes down to for me is no no one gets hyped about a studio other than A24. Like, this is the one studio where people get
1: stoked about marvel
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> i
1: think there's another there's an argument to be for a couple of small ones too
0: okay no uh, the marvel point first of all <laughs> needs to be addressed because yeah, you're right we I, need to say that at the beginning you're you're absolutely right um yeah no actually that's that's i can't even dif- refute that um
1: uh, yeah, people do get excited about the marvel yeah a little bit yeah,
0: yeah a little bit a little bit lost, like uh,
1: you guys want to name some whatever. i've never heard of them <laughs> yeah, what's a assuming, Marvel yeah examples of the, some um, Marvel movies uh, I think probably one of their
0: best is Thor the Dark World <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, that, yeah that was the most recognizable one the yeah. or I uh, guts. The, the Incredible Hulk with Edward Norton like uh, the, uh, yeah, that I like would, that one yeah. it's actually not bad. I really don't mind it but yeah, I you know <laughs> it, people forget that it's part of the yeah, fair enough. is it better than the one with Eric Bana y- yes in my opinion yes 100%
1: yeah Ooh, <laughs> big Ang Lee guy. I, I am a big Ang Lee guy. I'm, yeah, also, I'm also a big Eric Bana guy. Oh, that's fair. Right, Maybe. and Maybe. I would have ta- i easily would take Jennifer Connelly over Liv Tyler.
0: Yeah, that I—I I don't. Yeah, I—I yeah, I don't think you're going to be alone on that take. <laughs> honestly, <laughs> let's not go down this. Road. Yeah, we're no, we're we're moving on. We're moving. <laughs> on. We're moving we'll do, on. We'll do an objective. Back to a twenty-four. Okay. We'll do an objective yeah, wrong on Angley Studios at Target hyped about. Yeah, so so you're right. Marvel is a thing. Um, but other than that, it's just A24. I would um, I would argue that Blumhouse gets a lot of play. Hmm. So <sighs> I could <laughs> see it. I could potentially see it. I think the difference is sorry. Hold up. Hold up hold up. Before we get into this, yeah, yeah, that, right, that's sure. uh, that's further down the line. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um well, you, Connor. You left it open I time. did I did leave <laughs> it yeah, open. You're right. Connor, given that you are our a twenty four specialist. Uh, what would you say? Like, what drives you to A twenty four? What What is it about that studio that makes you uh, excited?
2: Ooh, that's like, a tough one. Um. Okay. Maybe I have more than one answer. Track record. Okay. Um, that's fair for me. Like, they have a proven track record of success. Yeah. And and it's not a franchise. This is this is bad. okay. No, but like I no, at it's this I thing. think you had you had a podcast episode about this where like franchise burnout. Sure. Yeah. And I, at this point I'm a little burnt out with franchises. So one-off okay. really well-crafted standalone pieces are very welcome in my life right now <laughs> and I find enough. that A24 leans into that. They okay. give they give maybe they give concepts that would be B movies the budget to make it a, 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 a better than a B movie in my opinion.
0: Okay. That's that's almost how I feel about it, like. Wait. So, what would you see as like a, a B movie that they've made? Sorry, am I if I'm putting you on the spot here? I but mean,
2: I think you haven't seen Men. I haven't have seen you? Men. No. It is the premise that could be a B movie, like oh, really? A bargain bin horror movie, perhaps if they don't do it well. Okay. But it's Alex Garland. Yeah. And they give him enough money to make it into something that is so far beyond a B movie, or what could be considered a B movie. You have to see it to get it, I sure. think. And that being said, not everyone likes that movie. It's very divisive and the last twenty minutes are hard to watch. Oh really? But, eh, it's an Alex Garland movie. Yeah. There's yeah. gonna there's <laughs> gonna be some icky moments. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. But the icky moments, like I'm just thinking like the icky moments could be so like campy and bad, but because A twenty four is like, yep. Yeah, I, I I've never worked with them. I don't know what it's like, but I imagine they're like, You wanna make this project? Here's a lot of money. Sure. And they kind of have uh, faith in their creatives. It feels like yeah, it to me, yeah. without it having to be like the rest of their products. Like Moonlight is not Men, sure. Right? Same, same distribution, same, same studio, but completely different works of, yeah. of of art, in my opinion. And different audiences, like different targets. Exactly. Yeah, and and maybe that's the thing too. Like they're they're not speaking to one heart. They're speaking to a, a slew of different interests. That fair enough. Um, I'm sure there's some intersectionality between them, but it's not like I don't want to brag on Marvel because I like Marvel Please
1: movies. Please do like, it. If you, you preface that you like those movies, apparently it goes well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I long do. Long I, I've yeah. seen like everything but
2: the last uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Okay, so I'm like pretty up to date. Yeah, but I, I feel I feel at this point like they're they're formulaic. Is the wrong word? They um, are formulaic, but though, it's right. like. <laughs> Honestly, I'm just like, I'm done, done. And yeah. I've been done for years, but I, I still go see them because they're they're entertaining. Yeah. But I'm not like walking away from those movies thinking like, I really wonder what that director was going for. Or I wonder mm. if there's more I can unpack here. Because once you, in my opinion, walk out from a Marvel movie, you're like, okay, is this one going to be related to the next one in some obtuse way? Sure. And yeah, then yeah. they mostly are. And then like seven movies later, they're like standing next to each other and they're like, we're friends now. We're going to yeah, save... Yeah. I don't know. The world. Whereas, like, A24 and, like, you have a copy of Midsummer there. It's, like, Midsummer is – it exists in a world of its own. Sure. It's it's a compact, tight story that has a beginning and an end and a finality to it. Where I feel like – and Marvel knows they're doing this. They're, like, dangling the next movie at the end of the previous movie. And it's, like, oh, i got to do another two and a half hours of this. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, next month. Whereas, I think A24 has – you can watch Minari or not. You can yeah. watch First Cow. Not many people did. Yeah, it was a good flick. <laughs> and then you can also watch Midsummer. Yeah. Like there's there's a, a good variety, and they're all very polished products. Not all of their back catalog is. Sure. Barely Lethal. <laughs> Haven't seen it, but I don't expect it to yeah. be yeah. to hold a candle to Hereditary or something. Sure, like that, sure, right? sure. So I think yeah, the back catalog, like their proven track record. I know that I'm going to get a quality product when I go to the cinema to see them. Yeah, and just the freedom I think they give to creatives, I, I think it's apparent on the screen. I don't know I in, the, in the back rooms what's going on, and they like maybe they are a really hard studio to work with, but I don't see that.
0: So I, I heard that uh, Robert Eggers has done now three feature-length films: uh, The Witch, Lighthouse, and. Uh, Northman, sorry. Northman's not in A twenty four. Correct. That's yeah. what I was going to say. Is yeah. that the uh, Northman is a uh, is his first film without A twenty four, and um, he uh, he talked about how the studio was ha- had to be involved. So he actually he let go some of the final cut uh, rights, Oof. knowing that he was walking away from A twenty four. So really? just using that as an example, yeah. clearly they give their uh, creatives far more leeway than.
1: And now their studio would. You and, know? and it's not just like giving them creative freedom, but it's it's curating the right creative people, right? Like it's, not like it's not like they're just hiring a blanket group of directors and being like, here, make this movie, make this movie. It's like Alex Garland makes Alex Garland movies. So we sure. want Alex Garland. We don't want his, like, it's... You don't it's, want his copycat. Yeah, we, we, we want to make his movies. We want We want to make mm-hmm. Greta Gerwig's movies. Yeah. but it, aren't they known for finding new people too? Or sure. effect like yeah. as effectively they discover
0: Robert Eggers. Like obviously yeah. he he makes shorts sure. and stuff. He does he has a yeah. career before. But you do that, have to take
1: you have to take those chances, obviously, right? But it doesn't feel like like I brought up Blumhouse earlier, but Blumhouse feels like a studio that whether or not we agree they get a little bit of play or not, they they buy up rights to movies and then plug and play directors mm. and creatives. They and find the
2: right person for for that, that, movie, that job, rather I, than working with the creative and being like, "Well, what do you want to make?" Yeah, yeah, and yeah. How that, can and I we think that's help elevate it, and that's
1: the best way. I think I, I was trying to put it like it's yeah. it's nicely, finely curated.
0: But so, <clears throat> I, I guess my my where I'm going to be cynical here is lots of studios do that, you know. Like ultimately, and let's use Marvel. Like I understand that ultimately, some of those are very cookie cutter. But they still do find directors that they want to see some sort of vision out of. Ultimately, yeah, like they... This is going terribly, actually. Now that I'm yeah. saying this, this yeah. is not... I don't I'm know. Like, well, you said, said Marvel. Are like, you going to say,
2: like, The Eternals and uh, what's her name? Chloe, Chloe Zhao? Zhao. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. It probably is Zhao, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, it's Zhao. Yeah. yeah, said it wrong. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Again, two Asians in the room. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> do we agree it's Zhao? Yeah, 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 yeah. Pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but, you know, like, they have... Lots of studios, they have an idea and they put uh, a, a director into place. Like, I, I don't think you'd really find a studio that it actively goes out of their way to say, um, you know, let's just get some moron behind the camera here. You know, like
1: it's not that it's some moron, but again, it's still it's still a guy who's going to fit the mold of what they're looking for, right? Like, if you have a script, like I, I think famously. Uh, I don't know if it's the Irishman or not. Now that I've said it, I, I think Marty's written that and had that in his back pocket. But I think it was uh, Spielberg was supposed to direct uh, Kate Fear. Okay, sure. And Marty was supposed to direct Schindler's List.
2: What? Weird. Yeah.
1: That's super <laughs> weird. And they, they made a swap for it. Who did the studios? The studios and them, like they talked it out and all that stuff. So it just feels like, so like, and then I don't know what I'm really trying to get at. Talking in circles in terms of being uh, plug and play, and, and and and. But you
0: feel like the the A24 uh, curates, yeah. A, so like, a film guess, to like, a director, no, as I, like, I don't to even
1: think that. I think A24 picks picks a director. And was like, what do you want to make?
2: Almost like passion projects. They're funding yeah. almost passion projects. So like projects, if, if you know,
1: I'm, I'm not, I, and I know some, it's not going to be blanket across the board, right? Sure. They, didn't, they didn't pick Greta Gerwig and was like, can you make, what do you want to make? And she's like, I want to make Ladybird. Bird. Yeah. They probably bought the rights to Lady Bird and all that stuff. But it feels sure. like with guys like Eggers and uh, Garland, it's like we buy into you, the person, the creative. Hmm. What do you want to make? And yeah. they're like, these are the things we want to make. And we're like, yeah, let's do it as opposed to having the movie and then, and then asking them to do it. Interesting. Interesting.
2: It's, we don't know. We don't, we have don't that. know. We don't
1: have that. Yeah. But, know it, but that's what it feels, it feels like. That's, I think yeah. that's what makes the feel special.
0: Well, and, and for the record, just, uh, so the audience is aware, um, uh, I have. I don't know about the the other guys I'm talking to here, but I have definitely looked into this and researched this. Okay, and good. the information isn't out there. So you guys saying we don't know is accurate for everyone. It's not yeah. even just like yeah, sure. Um, like it, it's literally that A24 is playing a lot of this close to the chest, which mm-hmm. they should. Like, that mm-hmm. makes sense for a company. So, um, some of this is speculation. Some of this is based off of information we've pulled from, you know, various creatives that have talked generally about their process but i i I get what you're saying for sure yeah
1: i mean like i said i I think i was talking to my ass a little bit there but it just feels like (laughs) if you're if you're if the the question is what makes them feel special i think for me it it, it, it's the empowerment of the creatives inside of within the within the, the, the working cogs of it so i i guess does that make them special enough to uh be worth
0: buying their merch well, um. For those okay. that are only listening to this, Connor is wearing uh, is head to toe A24 merch. Okay, well, I'm not going to stand up because I'm wearing jeans. They don't make no, jeans. He, he's actually,
1: he's not wearing pants at all. He's wrapped in a beach towel. Yeah. Yeah. So I
2: do also have a beach towel. Um, but I will say the beach towel and this sweater I'm wearing were bought by my wife because she knows I love the studio. But yeah, um, is it worth it? I, I don't know. It's, it's a, it's a, I don't know. Like, like
0: outside of Marvel, I can't think of a studio creating merch like this and then selling it. Like I would understand lots of companies create merch, then they give it away. Honestly, okay, this is this is
2: going to be. I don't know if this is going to go anywhere, but like I, it might be a counterculture point. Okay. It might be people who like movies but are tired of of Marvel want to express the fact that oh, I'm tuned into something different than you. And this isn't why I bought this stuff. Like yeah, I'm not yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Please don't think that about me. <laughs> but like you it might it about might be that, about me. that. Because, yeah. like, you know, like some people like let your freak flag fly. Sure. But it's almost it's like, yes, I am more highbrow than those Marvel watchers. You know, because We are right now inundated with media that is coming from mostly one company, I would say. Like, it's dominant. Yeah. Disney
0: does, I I would say probably 75% of what most people consume, yeah.
2: And, like, with media consumption, like, you have to actively seek options that are not Disney. I find it's, like, hard to avoid them. Yeah. Like, when you go to the theater, it's, like, posters everywhere. You know that they're going to be showing the next, or, like, that movie for the next three months, almost. Yeah, absolutely. So, I have to seek out this other media, and it's, like... A badge of honor, maybe. Like I have seek, I have seeked, sought, sought out this. Gotcha. Thank you. I have sought out this other media, and I would be sad if people thought it makes them feel or it makes them better than sure. people who haven't. But I think that could play into it.
1: And yeah, uh, I think there's something to be said about wearing it and hopefully letting people know there's alternatives too. It,
2: it could be like maybe I'm, oh, I am advertising. For yeah. This. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? yeah. Like, like,
1: like you, you mentioned earlier, like A24 has merch, but like. And Connor and I were talking before we started uh, like I have criterion on merch I have mondo merch I have draft of the like, Alamo Draft house merch and that all feels like it's the same stuff counterculture like fringe cinema stuff and it's not because it's obviously mass-produced stuff still yeah. but it's still not mass-produced to the levels of, of a Disney or, or whatever it might be right and that, that all feels part and parcel like uh, when I think of a20 like that's an a24 hat I'm like yeah but I there's a birth movie's death hat on the table right now right so for context again as well i want to make it very clear
0: that when i'm talking about merch it's it's a24 specific it's not Mm. the the product they make because you mentioned mondo yeah but mondo doesn't make or you're not buying mondo posters that just say mondo i'm buying buying, I'm,
1: i'm buying mondo hats and mondo shirts though
0: Okay, that's crazy, dude. Because what Mondo does is create art, and it's about pop culture. But like, that's their thing. Why are not you buying the shirts that have cool stuff on it, other than just their name? Because
1: I like all. Of them. I like. I like. This is a whole other thing you want to buy. But it's not. It's not right. Like the end of the day, A twenty four is a is a place that creates art that I that that Connor enjoys, and they he likes enjoys all of it. I enjoy everything that Mondo puts out for the most part. I enjoy all their vinyl. I enjoy all of their posters. I enjoy most of the figurines they put out, the pins. I enjoy Mondo as a company, as a producer of art. That's no different than okay. D for
0: okay.
2: That's a really good way to put it, I think, because, yeah. like, I see people walking around with Marvel shit on, sorry, Marvel stuff on all the time, and I'm like, well, he digs all that stuff. What are you saying about Marvel? Like, no, good for you. Like, I don't think, I don't think the thought pattern is any different than someone who does that. I I, I see that. I think, um... Is it because Marvel's so huge and we can't ignore them that it's normal to buy that, but not normal to buy, like, this from a small I think studio. the difference like, with Marvel
0: knows. is that, first of all, it's been around for 80 years. Um, and so I think okay. like a 24 has been yeah. around for almost 10, uh, or sorry, no, I think it is 10 now. 10 now. Um, yeah, like 2013? 2013, 2013. Yeah. yeah. Uh, really? I think 20, I thought 2013 was their first year I or thought- first year, sorry, producing films. I believe they actually distributed a couple in 2012. Okay. But when they actually started actively financing, was gotcha. 2013, um, uh, so I think part of it with Marvel is there's a bit of that. And then I think the Marvel versus DC thing is probably where some of the branding of that came out of. So people started wearing it as a more of a, uh, I, you know, like I, you took a stand in the war a bit.
2: This is, I don't, I hate to interrupt you, but this is playing into my part of counterculture, right? <laughs> Fair enough, I If guess. Marvel is the predominant culture going right now. A24 is the DC to Marvel's Marvel. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. it's It's almost the same thing, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, yeah, fair enough, fair yeah. enough. Um, I At least that's how I see it. I mean, I'm one person who's bought a couple pieces of merch from them. I can't explain it for everybody. But that is at least, that's kind of why I believe that it has had such success. And But I've also never seen anybody else walking around with an A24 hat. Like, I don't know.
0: My friend has a, uh, her dog has an A24 caller. What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, shout out Why didn't Butlin. you have him on the podcast or her on the yeah. podcast?
1: Um, uh, Why don't we yeah. have the dog on the podcast? Uh, <laughs>
0: That's what I meant. Yeah. Butlin is actually going to be upset about that. How now, do you feel so about so Airbank, uh, <laughs> uh Have you heard of Lassie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, that's a good idea. We should get uh, Taika, the dog, because it's not actually the director. But no, Taika, the dog, yeah. on, you know. Um, if you can get Taika Waititi on here, like. We should get both.
2: Yeah.
1: We just came first, I don't, chicken on the edge. I'm not going to lie. I don't have the energy for that, dude. <laughs> the dog or the die? <laughs> Maybe both. <laughs> it just feels like a lot of energy. Definitely not both at the, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. the same time. Yeah, definitely not both at the same time. I just don't know if I can keep up.
0: Oh, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Not many can. Not many can. Um. So, the other thing that I find interesting with 824 uh, is that as far as movie studios go, I find most studios tend to pick whatever. Like, they get something their way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what can I pick on? If. Uh, here we go. Here we go. If IFC gets an opportunity to make uh, or to distribute Red Notice, they're going to distribute Red Notice, <laughs> right? Like, I understand IFC, you know, only basically puts out stuff like boyhood um but uh but you know if ryan reynolds comes their way and says hey we'll let you buy my movie with dwayne the rock johnson that's going to make money for two million dollars they're gonna snatch that up like they're not idiots yeah um but i don't see that with a24 and i think that's one of the things that throws me off and a little bit of that counterculture and frankly a little bit of the snobbery is what i where i see with a24 is i think just be integrity Wow.
2: Well, uh,
0: yeah, I like that word more than snobbery. I do. Couldn't just anti yeah. integrity. Like, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Um but ultimately, let's be clear. They're in a business to make money. Connor, do yeah. you know how much your A24 hat was?
2: Like twenty five US, I think.
0: Okay, twenty five dollars US for a baseball cap. I don't know. It sounds like they're in the business to make money. Is that? A... That's a cheap hat. Have nah. you bought a hat recently? I they're like forty five Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But twenty five US is like hundred and fifty dollars Canadian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's very. <laughs> <true>. <laughs> plus this the, was my down payment for my house. <laughs> plus, the sh-
2: plus the shipping, man. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so I I do think they're the the their habit of uh. Picking films in a particular zone. Like, I, I don't know. There is films that feel like A24 movies. Okay. You know? And so I think that's, for me anyway, that's the thing that always sets them apart. Is that I feel like I can be watching a trailer and be like, oh yeah, this is made by A24. Which is why I was like consistently shocked when I found out that The Northman isn't made by A24. Even though I watched that movie and there was no yeah, A24 no logo. Like, yeah. And, and basically everything A24 makes is like within the $2 million or lower budget range. And The Northman is definitely not that. Yeah. And it still didn't click to me. Yeah. Like,
1: Because so, that just feels like it should be a part of there. Um, but that's, that goes back to them picking out Eggers and being like, we want Eggers movies. So even if it feels like yep. it, it's going to feel like an A24 movie because so far that's all we know of him.
0: Correct. Right? So I yeah. think that's part of
1: it. Is just the fact that the
0: uh, his uh, his first film, first and second films, are both made with a twenty four, and then the third film still feels very much in line with that. Yeah. Um, that's so, him.
2: That's the studio allowing him to shine through in his first two films.
0: So he's he has taken
2: his artistry to a different studio, and you're still seeing him shine through. Hmm. I, I think that speaks to how strong of a creator he is. Number Absolutely. One, but then also the freedom that A24 gave him. And I don't know who who made the Northman.
0: Oh, man. You're going to put me on the spot. No, I'm no, pretty was... sure. I thought it was uh, Searchlight. I thought it was Fox Searchlight. But I'm honestly not 100% positive. Feels like that. a Bruckheimer production to me. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the bad robot logo. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, J.J. Abrams was involved. And his fingerprints yeah. all over Yeah. J.J. Yeah,
1: yeah, like, yeah. Abrams. Yeah, yeah. oh, oh. <laughs> and then lens flare. Yeah, yeah.
2: I kind of know what you mean, though. That like there are maybe there are movies, and this is speaking from my experience. There are movies that exist that were not a twenty four, but I definitely thought they were. Yeah, just because of the vibe. Um, I don't, I don't know. But just, I was like, oh, that's not. It was Pig with yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. uh, N- Nick uh, Cage. Yeah, I was like, wait, this isn't A24? This a twenty four. There's a very surprising. There's a to
1: couple me. of years there. Where because of the the popularity of things like Hereditary and Midsummer, mm-hmm. where I thought a lot of those, I thought a lot of low, like uh, low budget but high production looking horror slash thrillers were all A twenty four, right? Like I thought, I I don't know if it actually is or not in my mind, but like I thought Green Room was A twenty four. It is A twenty four. but yeah. it feels like an A twenty four It absolutely yeah. does. You know, yeah. so like I, I didn't know that for sure, and I am like. Probably is. There's another one, uh uh It comes at night. Is, yes. Oh yeah uh, it released
0: in twenty seventeen with Joel Edgerton, and that is an A twenty four film okay. and it very much feels, feels like yeah, it. Like so in terms of that atmospheric uh avant-garde uh think, horror film. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Atmospheric slow burns. That's like kind of like a cliche. Totally. And it, it does speak to a lot of A 24s yeah. movies. Like
1: if I named like ten movies I thought were A twenty four, I bet you like half of them are half of them are like, like I, said, yeah. I said, Green Room, and I'm like, it follows. Is that an A24 movie? Uh, I don't think, no, so, I don't actually. think so. No, I don't think so. No, But it could be. Uh, I think I, that actually know? might be Balloon House. Yeah. But I'm you just idea. like, but like, it easily could fit in there seamlessly. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know? So, like, I, I yeah. think for a couple years there, I, I was confused as to what was, what wasn't, because I thought the quality of movie that I think A24 pushes those other those smaller studios to put out. Because they're so successful at what they do, sure. started bleeding into yeah. other their pro- other people's products, and you're just like, oh, I I don't know who's making what anymore.
0: So, is is a twenty four just a modern day Miramax?
1: <laughs> right out of the gate,
0: but truly though, like yeah, yeah. because yeah, be. I like you look at in in terms of them effectively discovering Eggers and Ariostic, um, you know, Miramax discovers. Oh, God, I can't believe I'm putting these two of these people in the same sentence. Uh, Tarantino and Kevin Smith. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they do, you know. And, and so uh, Miramax makes those creatives who they are. Um, mm-hmm. uh, in, but in particular, Tarantino. Uh, and uh, in a lot of ways, uh, Tarantino makes Miramax. Yeah. Uh, like it's, it goes hand in hand. But, you know, like it, it, are we talking the same thing here? Only time will tell. Like you don't. Fair enough. Fair enough. Like we don't know.
1: Um, I think the roots of it are there yeah. uh, in terms of in terms of the creative freedom, in terms of the quality of the movie to begin with. Like again, we talked about it earlier, where a twenty four is a little bit Oscar baity. Yeah, and sure. That's that's the Miramax way. At least in my mind, uh, the, the old school Miramax was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mallrats was a really Oscar-baiting just, movie. <laughs> just, just, we just keep coming back to that guy, too. <laughs> uh, you have one episode. <laughs> uh, and then it kind of evolves into uh, something a little bit more. And I think I think A24 has recognized it a little bit earlier that they need to do more, which is fine, which is great. Sure. Because you're in the business of making money yep. to try to keep that creative integrity... To to make Oscar baity stuff and to make successful films all at once, and you can do both, and they have done both, which is yeah. astounding, uh, and to keep that quality, but I I don't know that Miramax maintains that all the way through. I agree, like you know, obviously <laughs> the the Weinstein stuff,
0: uh, you know, like Harvey ruins a lot of that, and I don't actually know any of the uh, executives involved with A24 not A twenty four, not one by name, A24. yeah, um, and I so I think the fact that Harvey it was known fairly quickly once Miramax started being a thing uh, as an individual, first of all shows their incredible rise, but secondly shows how toxic he was as a person. I think his uh, fame, like aside from all the obvious toxicity from him, but I think his ego and fame became a big part of, he needed his name to be out there. Absolutely. That was a big part of the company. Yeah. Um, while I'm not seeing that with the 824 guys, especially considering they've had a killer decade, Oh, man. Yeah. um yeah uh it, it even just like first of all popularity wise but secondly they have made money and yep. consistently made money
1: yeah. the last five years have been incredible
0: yeah um i did look at dig into their their budget uh, or their financials and there is a couple of years but they've lost cash but overall they're well in the black like they, they're doing great yeah. um it's all this money i'm spending <laughs> <laughs> to look this way, it's all, it's all the it's all the merch. Oh yeah. shit! That guy bought a hat again. <laughs> puts ding a, ding! Yeah. puts us in the group. It's a yeah. bonus for everyone. Um,
2: quick, call Grendel Gerwig. We can make another movie. <laughs> yeah,
1: we can finally greenlight Ladybird Four. Yeah, <laughs>
2: Ladybird Four. Oh, <laughs> oh man. my god!
1: Speaking of, is
0: Barbie a a twenty four production? Because it uh, better. Be. I don't think. It no, there's no, no way. No, there's zero no chance.
1: <laughs> um. I would see it if it was. Oh, I'm gonna see (laughs) it. I'm gonna see it, sure. You see that picture? You see that picture of Gosling? Oh, I saw the picture of Gosling. You know I saw the picture of Gosling. Go. Yeah.
0: Um incredible. So the other thing I, I find interesting about them is their marketing. Okay. So uh while I was doing a little bit of research, I found out that Spring Breakers is in a lot of ways been credited as like the first truly social media marketed movie. Um and, Which is an insane thing hmm, to think about. Yeah, it, crazy things have how things have changed. Yeah. Like, yeah. given that what, like Facebook was actually made in like 2008, wasn't it? Uh, Facebook was oh
1: so. five or oh six.
0: Oh, okay, okay. So, but even then, you know, 2013 is when they're actually that's finally being used properly um, uh, for films, anyway. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a whole nightmare, dude. Who knows? I'm thinking YouTube. Um, no, you're probably right, actually. Anyway, sorry. No, that's no, on me. That's no, on, on me. Time hard. Hard. I, <laughs> not is hard. We agree. We're getting old. Let's not talk there. about it. i derail the whole thing. Yeah. Um, but I find them really interesting, too, because there's plenty of movies they've made uh, that are, like, dirt cheap to make, and they clearly do not market them. So I find uh, they clearly pick their favorites. So, you know, they'll make, uh, based on the info I had pulled, call it an average of 10 movies a year. Uh, it goes up and down as much as, as, as few as four, as many as 18. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's crazy. Right. Um, and, but we don't see marketing for 18, 824 films. Um, so as a, as a good example, in 2021 they had eight films out and the only one now that I am saying this I'm going to be proven wrong but uh, the only A24 movie I actively remember being marketed was The Green Knight
2: Mm-hmm. That's why, well,
0: right. yeah. I, And I don't, I'm not is, I don't even remember it being marketed. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Um, but I actively remember that one. Sorry, Minari came out that same year, and there was a few, there was a little bit of marketing around Minari, but I just post Oscar bait like, like post Oscar noms. No, so when it first came out, there was some marketing, okay. but uh, yeah, post Oscars definitely the tick goes way up yeah, yeah, because yeah, they yeah. get the nomination yeah, yeah. and stuff. Um, right. but uh, but I find them interesting because. I don't think many, like, again, we talk about Marvel. They don't pick their favorites when it comes to marketing. Um, you know, all those movies are basically marketed the same. Um, they have
2: so much money, though. Oh, and I know it's
0: it's yeah. comparing apples and oranges, right? Like, yeah. you can't really um, put them side by side. But I think a lot of studios tend to do a, a marketing blitz fairly similarly. Um, Well, A24 is very selective. They have their favorites and they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we're just, we're going to push this one like crazy.
1: And then, you know, Red Rocket can just go and die in a hole. That's a
2: very good example. Yeah. But
1: I, 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 because we've talked about this a lot in terms of financials and all that stuff. And we won't get into all that stuff now. But it it seems to me if, if the point of it is to make money and to, to kind of increase your brand, to have one or two movies a year do really well in the theater. To make cheap movies that probably do pretty decent on streaming. Fair enough. Right. So if you can have an everything everywhere all at once. Do gangbusters. Yep. In the theater. Then you can have six or seven movies made for like $300,000. Go straight to streaming and have a presence there still. And you don't. And that stuff doesn't need to be advertised. Because people are going to find it regardless of whatever it might be.
0: Well, and, and that's a great point. Is No one... Like, Red Rocket is not a movie that's for everyone. Yeah. Um, no. And not even a, really a movie that's even for a lot of film lovers. Yeah. Um, like, has anyone here seen that movie? I've never seen no. it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, none of us have. <laughs> I want to see it. Uh, How do you bring it up? I kind of forgot that exists. Well, and <laughs> oh, yeah. the guy got nominated. Yeah. The, the lead got nominated for the Oscars and still didn't... Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: Not
0: a wiggle no for the three yeah. of us. No. So you
1: know, didn't push the needle.
0: Uh, yeah, <laughs> talking about red rocket and saying not a wiggle. Yeah. Oh, that was intentional. <laughs> um. So, I I find that all really interesting that they, uh, but you're totally right. I, that if you have one that's that knocks it out of the park, yeah. you can have eight that don't. Yeah. You know? Exactly.
1: And it's not even knocking it out of the park, right? Like at the end of the day, if you're making stuff and it's three hundred thousand dollars and you make. Six of them. Yeah, that's still what one point eight million dollars. Is that my math right?
0: Sorry, I kind of blanked <laughs> out. Three times six. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so in my mi- in my mind, if, if everything everywhere all at once is it, it pulls in fifty million dollars on a profit, I don't know if that number is real. It seems like it made a ton of money. It did make a ton of money mm-hmm. for sure. Then they've paid it's for easy. those other eight movies or six movies handily, hand over yeah. Place, and then now it's on streaming, and they'll still make money in spite of themselves on top.
0: Yeah, yeah, fair point, fair point. Um, hmm.
2: I'm curious to know what the other movies were in 2021 now, just for my own, like, oh, to know, crap. you know? Uh, if you didn't write them down, that's fine, I can look them up later.
0: Oh, yeah, I've only got Dang, eight. now I want to know. I've got eight. Oh, no, sorry, I have a couple. Uh, they, they did eight that year, and yeah. we had Minari, Green Knight, Tragedy, Tragedy of Macbeth. And there was actually okay. some push for Tragedy. Yeah, there was Macbeth. a push
2: for Tragedy. Macbeth. Um
0: now the difference that on that one though is Apple uh Plus bought it. Or Apple TV, sorry. So there you go. Right? Um so they bought it, and I think the only marketing push I saw was after they purchased it. Hmm. Um so I don't know if A24 did any marketing for uh Tragedy and Macbeth. And then it That's was only once it got. Cast picked on that up. Movie too. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting.
1: And yeah. they put out what, Shang Chi last year, Spider-Man No Way Home. Sorry, Marvel. <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. Um, Huge. Yeah, oh yeah. Monsters.
0: Uh, so we, you guys mentioned creative integrity earlier. And Connor, you oh, mentioned...
1: I immediately feel like a snob now. Though. Oh, yeah, right. I know. <laughs> I
2: hate like saying these words nah, in my such mouth. It's
1: weird. like... It's such a such a weird way of discussing it and without coming off like... Just a You're
0: going to feel worse in just a second. Okay, so, okay, uh, lay it on us. Come uh, on. Connor, you mentioned barely lethal earlier. <laughs> uh So, do you think that, uh, for context, for those that don't know, Barely Lethal is a 2015 film, uh, distributed produced by A24, that stars Haley Steinfeld and Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Uh, Haley Steinfeld is a secret agent, uh, and she
2: just wants to have a normal life. (laughs) Yeah,
0: yeah. So it's exactly what you think it is. Yeah. Um, does that erode A24's creative integrity? No. Is, you don't think so at all? I don't think so.
2: Not everything's going to be a hit. Not everything's going to, like... I don't know who directed that or who made that movie, no but maybe they that. were just itching to make that movie, and A24 was like, I'll throw a couple of shekels at it, and then they did. There's no way that costs
0: just a couple of shekels.
1: Well, maybe that's, the, maybe that's the turning point, right? Like, 2015 seems to be right before their big boom. So yeah, I, I wonder if it's one of those things where they took a chance on something, and it didn't exactly... It pay off, or and they realized, oh man, that's that's not our move. Those that that isn't in our. That's not what we're about.
2: And then they did Moonlight, yeah, then, <laughs> like right. After. And then right
1: after they they start they start the A twenty four that we know and think about.
0: Yeah, that that's fair, right? Um, like they they make barely Lethal the same year they make X Machina, so they know, yeah, okay. yeah. what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, so they're,
1: like, they're I'm not I'm like I'm not trying to defend them. Uh, no, I I just but saying they, 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 they my, owed somebody a favor. <laughs> <laughs> I I, in know. my mind, I'm like, I'm just trying to think of the logic, yeah. right? Because it is a sore thumb. Like, it's, it's very the, that one
2: does not fit. I will say, yeah. that. like I have seen some other A24 movies that I personally did not like, yeah, but they still felt like an A24 movie. That movie feels very, not it doesn't fit. Like it well, doesn't fit with their stable of other movies.
0: It, it, it's the example I mentioned earlier, where if any, if IFC gets approached by Ryan Reynolds to distribute Red Notice, they're going to say yes, and yeah. I think that's what happened here. Like I can't Perfect. imagine it worked any other way because it just it doesn't fit with yeah, their their no. type of films. It doesn't fit with their kind
1: of branding. So you're saying Samuel L. Jackson walked up to them and paid them.
0: No, no not at all but samuel jackson was like no one wants this garbage movie how about you give me a million dollars and you guys can he put it out he was just in it he
2: didn't have anything to do with making it, it sounds that. like he paid for it yeah it was on his dime he just wanted to hang out with Haley steinfeld it's like, oh,
1: if man. you if you <laughs> get, if you give us enough to finance moonlight we'll make this we'll we'll distribute this stupid movie for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, how
0: much you need for Moonlight? And they're like, I don't know, $30,000. <laughs> and they're like, hey, he's like, done. Yeah, no problem.
1: Pocket change.
2: But well, yeah, I mean, it doesn't diminish the rest of their success, I think. Okay, fair like, enough.
1: Especially if it's just, it's one movie out of the catalog of it whatever it might be. Thor,
2: of, right? uh, The Dark World. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. That doesn't diminish all of the MCU because yeah, they are a bad ones. ones. Yeah, there's your answer.
1: Um, They've made about 120. If I'm looking at this and yeah. calculating in my head fast enough, and obviously I haven't watched all of them, but if, if if we we so far can only pick out one that doesn't fit that library, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, they're kind of slaying. So. Yeah, yeah,
0: and even
2: the ones that do fit that that like that tone and and the stable of oh, that's is an A24 movie. Not all of them are good. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like, can we talk objectively? About, good.
1: Yeah. Can we talk <laughs> right. about the tone and stuff like that? Like we, we the bitch? the tone and the feel of an A twenty four. Absolutely. Because I mean, we've we've mentioned it a bunch of times. but I don't know if we've gone through it for anybody who might not know what that is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like how would you describe it? Like, what do you see as a uh, well? I'm I, like I said, like I, when I was talking about it earlier, and I, I, I there was a couple of years there where I associated them almost strictly with. Slow burn horror, like okay. uh, like yep. uh, what is that called? The folk horror is what they're, yeah. is what they're oh, calling okay. it, like that kind of stuff. So in my mind, that's the stuff I was associating it with. So I, and I, I the stuff that I would that I liked that was a twenty four that I didn't know was a twenty four. So I don't know if I'm the right person to ask because I have a really skewed idea of what it was. Uh,
0: well, so I think the problem is is that I think in a lot of cases, if you ask an average person. Uh, or maybe not even an average person. I don't know if an average person would know what A24 is. Probably um, but if you asked, you know, like I think true film bros, you know, huge A24 guys. The guys you find on Reddit under the A24 subreddit, you know. They do you on ask, subreddit. Oh, yeah. Oh, they do. Do they? Yeah. Is it a good one? I have not explored far. I'll be honest. I just <laughs> can't imagine the people that are really on that are. The snobbery. Yeah. The yeah. yeah. I think it's it's kind of toxic probably. It's um, the internet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, uh, but so the the, the people I think that associate them, themselves as true huge fans of a twenty four, I think they're looking at midsummer as a as a a twenty four movie, yeah, or or hereditary probably. That's honestly. the
1: hereditary is the one that He's I hold up one. and be like, that's to me the the tip, prototypical a twenty four movie. Sure, but
2: I think that's just because it had so much success, and that's exactly it.
1: That, it, is, it is, it's it's it's. Purely a perception thing on my yeah,
2: end. Yeah, yeah. Right? Because there's
0: only like half a dozen of those kinds also, of movies. Of hor- made. Like let's
2: call them horror movies. Yep. Like, yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, That is not their bread and butter. Definitely I would not. Say. Yeah. They're very good at it, like as evidenced by *Midsummer* and *Hereditary*. X I've heard was really good. I haven't seen it. And *Men*. Yep. Uh, what else? There's probably It comes at the night. There. Uh yep.
0: it was a slow burn kind of horror. That yeah. was early on. Um Green Room is the like theor- yeah, it. I would I would say it's a horror. Uh, more of a slasher maybe, but yeah, still yeah. in the yeah. in fits in the overall arc. Um But like that's kind of it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But
1: the success of those was so massive that that's what I immediately mm. think of when you ask about A24. And that's to say like and I love things like Ladybird and whatnot. Uh, but I'd never associate the two.
0: Well, and interestingly, like there's a, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen it. I happen to love it. But there's a movie called The Spectacular Now with yeah. Miles Teller that I adore. Yeah. Um, and they, A24 made that. Um, and it's oh, that But it's yeah. a, it's a teen, I would call it maybe a dramedy. I don't even know if it, the, it might just be a drama. Yeah. Um, and, uh, and it doesn't exactly seem to, like like it, it's in the Lady Bird area yeah. you know like it's, it's similar there so it definitely fits 824 in, in those uh in those ways but i, I agree with you that I, I i think that they've in some ways become associated with the horror even though it's really not their yeah.
1: their shtick yeah. you know um, to, to the point where i i'm like i have moments where i confuse like because i'm not a big horror guy uh in, in terms of like following and not, like, i like the genre i'm just terrible at watching them but like i for a lot of years i thought like the hereditary stuff was like part and parcel in that insidious universe oh yeah yeah yeah. because they're all they feel yep the same-ish and they all come out the same time-ish and all that stuff which again leads my to the blumhouse stuff like it just feels like blumhouse walked so a24 could run kind of a thing you know (laughs) (laughs) so
0: i did a little bit of digging into blumhouse uh because i was trying to look for studios that are similar modern studios because again i think miramax was a bit of its own thing Mm -hmm. um and uh there is a few in particular for Blumhouse that really stand out to me that could theoretically be like A24 quality. Mm-hmm. So I see uh, Creep is a movie that was made by oh, the yeah. Duplass brothers. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, sinister, uh, yeah. I think is... Uh, part of
1: that universe as yeah, well. Yeah, and you like... know,
0: you throw Ethan Hawke in a movie, it's <laughs> like you're automatically going to get a little bit of an artsier crowd, you know? Um, paranormal Activity, I would argue the first one. Like, unfortunately, I think those two words are now kind of associated with Trash, like l- low, low budget, yeah, trashy yeah, yeah. horror films. But that first one is obviously very, very low budget, ultra low budget. But um, it was a
2: phenomenon when it came out.
0: Absolutely, yeah, yeah, and yeah. It, it literally changed how yep. movies were made. Absolutely. Um, so, so I think that could be shoved in that same area. Yeah. Uh, and then the big one is Get Out. Uh, is is that's a Blumhouse? One, that's right? a Blumhouse. Yeah, see, like stuff like um, that. But the thing is, is that outside of those, basically those four movies. All of it's, you B, know, B grade stuff, B grade yeah. horror schlock. Absolutely, it's exactly what you'd expect. It's I think most of the you know, those Insidious films uh,
1: are and carry um, the weight of the success.
0: Yeah, like the and all the spin-offs, you know, Annabelle. Oh right, uh, the, the
1: and Nun and stuff.
0: Yeah, because yeah. there are two Annabelle movies too. <laughs> like I think all of that's blumhouse stuff. And that's when you, if you start throwing terms like creative creative integrity around. I can't associate that yeah. with that studio. Maybe the know? difference
2: here is that, like, maybe I was alluding to it earlier, where Eight doesn't have a franchise. Yep. They don't have something that they're cranking out because they know Didn't people Didn't we just like. talk about Lady Word 4? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: but do you think they don't have a franchise because they actively don't want one or because nothing's worked out that I way? I have no clue. Yeah. Like, could they make a Hereditary 1
2: and, or 2 and 3? Probably.
0: I had the way seen it, it ends?
2: Yeah. Maybe, right? Like... They could, but they haven't, right? They let Ari Aster move on and sure. work on Midsummer, and they haven't like given it to some yeah. other horror director. So I, I don't know.
1: Like, it's all. I feel like it's also hard to to compare. It feels like yes, there are two studios, lower studios that are kind of made their their name doing these these movies. But I think comparing a twenty four to a studio that strictly does horror, because I know horror studios work on small budgets for yeah. small returns. Sure. So yeah, pumping yeah. out you know $50,000 $100,000 grade crap is the point yep of blumhouse sure absolutely right? so again if you can if you can pump out an insidious movie every year to make up for the other 20 movies that you just shout out <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's yeah. the business plan it's it, it's probably a good business model <laughs> like the, objectively mm-hmm. they're they're making money yeah. you know so like, is Blumhouse still around making movies yeah, yeah. absolutely yeah
1: and yeah. i think they keep yeah. getting franchise. they keep trying to buy up franchises i think the last time i heard I, they didn't get it because of the fox stuff with disney but they were actively trying to get predator oh yeah you know and stuff yeah like, but obviously yeah. that didn't work out but um,
0: I mentioned, uh, IFC earlier, uh, and that big, would uh, be a big thing for them right now. No, it's literally just that the name's easy to say and people might like, they've been around for a while. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. people are probably familiar. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I That's decided great. to pick on them. Um, uh, but they're strange. Like they have a few that would match the A24, uh, vibe, uh, hunger. Uh, the, I think it's 2008. It's the, um, made by Steve McQueen, yeah, yeah. the director, not the actor, and, uh, <laughs> um, oh my God, Michael Fastman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, uh, Boyhood. Oh, crap. The Alfonso Cuaron one that I asked you how to pronounce beforehand and I know I'm going to screw up.
1: Uh, oh, no, you got me drawn a like E2... Mama Tambion. Yeah, yeah. E2 Mama <laughs> um, uh Blue is the warmest color. Yeah. All of those things
0: sort of seem like those, uh, like it would be a24 and interestingly um all of them came out before a24 existed yeah um and so ifc still puts out like it's literally i think it's literally the called the independent film company um but they are far more indie than a24 like a lot of the stuff they put out is not being shown in theaters well i find this this stuff that i've just mentioned was actually things that made it bigger, and I think A twenty four has basically just stole all that, and so they basically <laughs> just took that chunk and went. We don't want the really really low budget indie yeah. stuff. We want the really like the, the stuff that will be successful, but it's going to cost a little bit more. And so I think they've just grabbed it all from IFC, and now IFC is stuck with whatever else, you know. Also, but. At the same time, they made human centipede. So I'm just saying, creative integrity again. Like, oh,
1: I think uh, I think what's interesting is like when you you talk about the similarities between IFC and A24. Uh, you're at the at the end of the day, you're just naming Oscar Beatty movies, which is now we've kind of synonymously associated with A24. But uh, other than Quran, there at yeah. some point, you're those movies aren't. Hand in hand, mentioned with their creatives, and the A twenty four would be Hunger, sure, Hunger, yeah, yeah, Hunger yeah, is, But yeah. It's, it's not across the board. Whereas I yep, think with A twenty four, like going back to that creative partnership, all those movies are somebody's movies. When we talk about Lady the, Bird, they're being a thing. big ones they're, in I particular. Know, yeah.
0: Like obviously, we're gonna be like I could give you right now. I could give you a dozen that uh, that we wouldn't know the creative. Sure, for. sure. Um, but but you're right. The the, the big ones like again the fact that people actually know who Ariaster is now the fact that people know who yeah, yeah exactly. two movies in like yeah Eggers is the same Eggers thing right? is the same deal. Yeah. um and that's it, remarkable yeah. uh you know in in a lot of ways A24 is the reason we have uh Denis Denis Villeneuve. deni Villeneuve. With enemy right yeah. Uh, yeah so like that's huge um he would
2: have been amazing regardless oh Batman yeah that man can God. do oh. no wrong yeah.
1: oh. oh don't that's an episode oh yeah, yeah no kidding seriously um uh, another one I had was
0: Bleecker Street. Uh they have their own little yeah. so they put out Lost City of Z, uh Captain Fantastic, Logan Lucky, uh and Leave No Trace featuring the incredible oh. and underrated Ben Foster. Ben Foster yeah. is
2: amazing. Oh. That movie is Oh man, that tugs on the heartstrings.
1: Ben Foster's can like slays in everything. Yeah. Like just one the, oh, one of man. the most absolute underrated actors in ever. Yep. Ever. You can
2: hate him, and then the next movie love him. Yep. Like, he has range. That guy oh, has I range.
1: So fucking, yeah. Ben Foster episode. Good. Ben Foster
2: <laughs> oh, episode. Yeah, no, kidding. it's actually been discussed. We've oh, talked multiple times. Multiple times. times, yeah. multiple times. Uh, um, okay, so Bleecker Street.
0: But but again, Bleecker Street falls prey to, uh, and I I for whatever reason didn't write any examples down, but they fall prey to the. They get handed something cheap and something potentially popular, and they put that out. So then their name is potentially stained by, you know,
1: their version of barely lethal. Yeah. So know? why? don't Why? Okay. So if that's the, if we're throwing all this stuff around, what's what's a twenty four doing that makes them immune to that? Well, first of all, they're definitely not immune to it. They literally did barely lethal already. So, but but but
0: if it it only had one, while the yeah. rest of these, if I had to do some digging. They clearly have lots. They have a skeleton, or the uh, skeleton full of closets. But you, <laughs> yes. But you,
1: you, mentioned possibly 120 movies, and we yep. keep circling back to maybe the same. 20.
2: Yeah, yeah. We keep, so there's a
1: hundred movies there yeah. that we have no idea about. So why are they? Why are they? Sorry. Why are they immune to the idea that they're they're all successes or, or any of that stuff?
2: I wonder if it's it has to do with the success of the ones that are like Oscar Beatty and are very successful just stand out so far above anything that Blumhouse or Bleecker Street has made that they're they're completely out of that that pool if we're going to mention other studios IFC like the stuff that they've made and done well has just been so much more successful and like critically loved than anything else that like then the lows aren't so low
1: yeah there's that but I I just imagine like if in my mind I'm like if if blue is the warmest color, was an A twenty four movie? How much bigger would that movie be?
2: I, I don't see. And that's, see it. that's I don't hearsay know. I don't and all that know. stuff, obviously.
1: Yeah. But I just imagine if if blue is the warmest color is as successful as it if it's as good as it is and is still Oscar worthy, and but it's an A twenty four movie. What's that success look like as opposed to it being where it is now?
0: Like, and, and I guess that's fundamentally what this conversation comes
1: down to, is that what does a A24 provide that another yeah. studio doesn't? And is it, an, is it a tangible thing? Because it feels like we keep talking around it and not pinpointing it, because there's a lot of reasons why. What, what is the special thing? Like I don't know what the magic ingredient is. I, yeah, I think and some more, of it's yeah.
0: good marketing. Like I, I think they do have a good yeah. drive marketing-wise. And it, like Connor mentioned right from the beginning, um, they know how to pick films. So, they pick films that they, uh, or pick people. I like people, I, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, but they they have built a brand that is uh, reliable. And so, if Blue is the Warmest Color is distributed by them, people then maybe rely on
1: reliability mm-hmm. in the way that they didn't with IFC. I yeah. don't know. <sighs> like Well, the, the idea that we would be talking about if, Blue is the warmest color is an A twenty four movie. We'd be talking about why blue is the warmest color is an A twenty four movie, but we are never going to have that discussion about why blue is the warmest color is an IFC movie. That's the thing, right? Like that's yeah. that weird, intangible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Absolutely. That's a super so what strange makes thing.
2: Blue is the warmest color in IFC movie. Like, yeah. We, there's no answer. And, to and, discussion. And
1: really. and that's, yeah. And to me, the the idea that we talked there's like, again 120 movies. We talked about the success of maybe 20 of them. So we're still hitting at like a 30 percent rate or whatever it might be. Hmm? No, like, Fif- less, 15, less than 15 <laughs> like, like 15 17% or something like that like, and it,
0: for the record I honestly think the success rate is far higher than sure sure I, yeah, I yeah, actually yeah. have like yeah. I have 30 written down here I just haven't said a number yeah. of them because no, the ones so we've many. hit yeah. have been more, more popular sure. and even then I picked ones that were really oscar yeah. well I recognized a whole hell of a yeah. lot yeah, like yeah, I yeah. haven't even mentioned Room and everyone, right? like, yeah. everyone knows the that in the movie, room. You know? no, like, yeah room. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'd I'd love to see what the the, the that number actually is. I mean, we'll do that afterwards and I'm sure, no, But that that's where I'm like, wow, Why are why are they basically bulletproof at this point?
2: I yeah. don't know if they're bulletproof though. To it be honest. feels like
1: they are. If, like, if, have if, you seen Lamb? But, but it's the thing I have it? not.
2: Oh, <laughs> it's but it's being nominated or was nominated for a foreign language picture. Oh wow! Yeah, but it's like. Bad. It, it almost plays into the tropes of like the conversation we're having, like the slow burn, almost like the ambiguity that we have with some A Twenty Four movies. Like it leans into it almost too much, and it is becoming almost a parody of an A Twenty Four movie. Oh, wow. but it is made by A Twenty Four, so it's like, oh damn, like yeah.
1: yeah. But yeah. That, but again, if it's not a good movie and it's still being nominated for stuff, that means it's bulletproof. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's that's and, a good point. And, good point. And and
0: and this yeah. is in compare like in the comparison to Miramax my understanding is what that studio did really well was know how to sell movies um, sure. and like sell movies to award shows and to, um,
1: their, rele- their release schedule was so impeccable. Like uh, knowing when to release their movies. Oh yeah. Of the season and all that stuff. But yeah, they,
0: they knew how to yeah, get okay. on the road and, and talk to the right people, shake the right hands. And I think that's similar to what a 24 is like. So the mm-hmm. fact that, um, lamb is, being talked about is because they knew which palms to Greece, who to talk to, uh, which hands to put it in, as opposed to, um, you know, I don't know, literally any other studio that missed some of those things that, that uh, like, but I don't see those contacts and those uh, that know how being the reason they're as successful as they are from a public perception point of view.
1: Yeah. It's very strange to me because when we, when we started this as a topic, and you got you know, and you, you told me this is what you wanted to we wanted to do, and I'm like I don't know do do we have enough to talk about like yeah uh, and as the conversation keeps going I am flabbergasted as this at, at the actual success and the reasonings because yeah. I it makes no sense now
0: it it absolutely <laughs> makes no sense it, like and again especially considering just how
1: many uh, studios there are yeah and. And the success rates of those other studios. Yeah, and and so much of it is is confusing to me. I, like I said before, movies I didn't know were a twenty four. The success of the ones that are, the success of the movies that aren't a twenty four that mm-hmm. I thought were a twenty four. Yeah, <laughs> uh, is so wrapped up in this uh, weird magical production company, and I had no idea how kind of pervasive it was.
0: You know, and I I think it's it's interesting. Now that we're sort of at this point too, we've mentioned the Northmen a couple of times, um, because they they knew how when to walk away from Eggers. You know, he came to them and said, "I have this project I want to do. It's going to be a massive Viking epic. I need ninety million dollars." And they went, <laughs> "Find it somewhere else, buddy." You know, and they were they made this guy basically, but they told him, um, and and the two movies that he had already put out were hits. Like yep. they had made them lots of money, but they were also willing to go, we know our limits. And they walked away saying ninety million is not an A twenty four. Yeah. Film. Yeah. They yeah, didn't yeah.
2: just put everything on the table and say, do it.
0: Yeah. yeah. And I kind of think that's like, interesting. When you think about Miramax, that's what they kept yeah. doing with Tarantino. With Tarantino. And yeah. obviously it paid off for them. But that's scary. And it's it's crazy that to think that Eggers could have been a twenty-four is Tarantino, and they
1: let him leave. It seems but that's the creative integrity thing, right? Yeah,
2: exactly. It seems like they—they they maybe we are. We're talking all on like hypotheticals. We sure. have No way. We're Hollywood outsiders. Yeah. We don't live in Hollywood. Yeah. We have no idea. I don't know anyone who works in Hollywood. But like, it seems like maybe they felt we're becoming the studio of Eggers, or like we're becoming too on brand with that kind of movie. Like, let's let the bird fly yeah and, yeah, yeah. Like, let's focus on what we're what we're really good at and like spread the love a little bit you know fair
1: enough i mean but there's something to be said about it could be. being being so strong-willed enough to be like number one we'll never spend that much money and number two no one creative is going to be bigger than the studio like, yeah we won't be defined yeah. by a name and which is basically what they said when he was like, you got to go. Like, that's, yep. that's not it. We're not going to give you 90. We wouldn't give you 50.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing. As <laughs> far as I know, and I didn't actually look specifically. I, did, I might have already mentioned this in this episode, so I apologize. Um, but their their most expensive movie is 15 million. Um, one five. One five. Oh, my god! Uh, I, yeah. I think. And, and I thought that's the most everything expensive Everything Everywhere All at
2: Once had 25, I thought.
0: It might be. Yeah. yeah. So, so to
1: be honest. Be their biggest but even then. So, to ask that's for three times. ridiculous. To ask for yeah. more than three times as much. Yeah. Like oh. Yeah. So again I, it,
2: it Artistic integrity. Yeah,
1: I mean and so it's one of those things where Miramax becomes synonymous with Tarantino because they let him yep. take over it. Not take over, but it's you know yeah. But he did. He did it. Yeah. Um, and and I think these guys are sat down and was like, nah, it's not gonna happen. Like yeah. nobody's gonna be bigger than the studio and we're never gonna pay that much from and it's like it they, just, want,
2: they want room to be able to give other creatives uh a chance um, yeah, yeah cuz 90
1: control. million is probably like 4 years worth of movies for them right oh yeah so that's a lot of money <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, or at least a whole year a year you know like
0: yeah. uh, and that's massive and to bet that much on a project cuz again they've had years they've lost money sure so guaranteed there is individual projects that they're like Ugh, that was a bad call okay. you know um so and you know pig like they're not paid Lamb might be one of those. See these two farm animal movies. (laughs)
1: Damn it. Yeah. Here's a hypothetical for you though. If the Northman is an A24 movie, is it a success? I don't think so. No? No.
2: You don't think they would have marketed it differently? You don't think so? I
0: absolutely think they would market it differently. I think that movie is too expensive. I I think that the, uh, well, let's be really clear. The Witch and The Lighthouse did not make $90 million. Nowhere near um, and the two of them combined didn't make it. Effectively, The Northman is a, uh, is a continuation of what he Eggers was already doing with those two films. Um, so the reach just simply isn't there. Uh, so I love the hell out of that movie. Uh, and I'm so glad it was made. But it was a bad call financially for someone to make that. Let him do it. Because it's, th- there's not enough wide appeal.
1: It's, there's a wider appeal than the other two movies though. Absolutely there is. Right.
0: But but that's a big jump. But a yeah. huge jump. Yeah. And like, I would be surprised if The Witch had a budget much higher than $2 million. That's fair. You know? Like, uh, you, you don't or, need
2: a lot of money to make The Witch. Absolutely, you
0: yeah. know. Um, Like, you know, Anya, Taylor-Joy, she's probably fairly unknown by that point still. Yeah, at that yeah, yeah. time she um, Yeah. Uh, there's sorry I don't know the other names, but there is a few people in there that are uh, fairly prominent actors. You know, like some of the talent I could yeah. see.
2: The mom from Game of Thrones, Robin so yeah. Aaron. I forget
0: her name. Yeah, couldn't tell you. And She's the the, the guy Aaron, that plays the the father in the family, he's also fairly well known. Um, and again, they could have just taken a pay cut, you know, lower than they normally would have, and that happens fairly regularly on smaller films. But but even so. You know, I could see that being a good chunk of their uh, of their budget, uh, but you're right; you don't need much more beyond that. Uh, you know, like, probably. Look spent... at the color palette of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah,
1: it's great. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so another hypothetical: Do you think 824 was like, can you make it for twenty?
2: Oh, probably. Yeah, I'm sure that conversation took place. Yeah,
1: like I, because I, I would we be surprised you. if you, they Robert, let him
0: but... leave. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like if they if they invited him to, leave. and you do you don't think. That movie could have been made for twenty million dollars.
0: Not, not. It's not what we saw for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there is a version of that movie that could be made for twenty million dollars. There's a movie with Mads
2: Mikkelsen where he plays a Viking slave.
1: The horizon
2: Yes, that to me was eh, pretty similar to it. Obviously, God, it's a very so different good. track than that's that. So but like, it movie. shows that was a low budget movie. Yeah. It shows that it, it could be done. Yeah. Maybe to not because the Northman is very sprawling, right? Yeah. The the different climates they go to and like everything the set pieces that they they interact with are yeah. are big Yep. Yeah. very big
0: and it would be hard to have a film set on them like a film crew it'd be difficult and yeah they're remote you know yeah absolutely yeah so the cost goes way expensive yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah and you shot with one camera and it was still done one camera
0: that's the crazy thing <laughs> yeah. to me too is uh we were talking about this earlier just how intentional every single shot in that movie is it's like dude hire a second unit yeah. you know like I understand it's more money, so, but, but one it unit for, been and, and it was
1: already ninety million dollars, and we're not, we're not going to get any cheaper than that. Then I guess yeah. There's your answer. Not for that. Yeah. Not for what we saw. Again, we you know Valhalla Rising.
0: It, it's possible for uh, there to be a, a, a Viking epic made for a cheaper budget, yeah. but not what we saw. Yeah. Um. The last thought I wanted to put in here, uh, and then obviously you guys say whatever you need to <laughs> or want to, uh, <laughs> but uh, I wanted to just plug uh, Neon. Uh, they're a fairly new up and coming studio. Um, I think they have the uh, potential to walk in A24's footsteps here. Um, because from what I've seen from them so far, there hasn't been any, uh, like, they're very similar to A24 in that. They, they're not selling out. It doesn't seem like there's any loss of creative integrity. Um, the big ones that I, I saw from them or we've seen from them so far are uh, Pig, Parasite, uh, Spencer, Flea, which was a animated film that was nominated for uh, Best Foreign Language or Best International Film, sorry, and Best Picture at uh, this past Oscars. Uh, I, Tanya and Palm Springs. Uh, oh, Palm Springs. Palm Springs. That's Incredible. So good. Incredible. Yeah, that's a
2: pretty good track record.
0: Yeah. So uh, I think they're a studio worth watching in the same way mm-hmm. that A24 is. Um, I would
2: throw Braun out there as well.
0: Oh um, yeah, right? I didn't look into Braun. Like, yeah.
2: I can't know off the top of my head Braun, but I remember seeing like their title card and being like, I like what they do. Mm-hmm. I don't know, like sorry audience for not knowing exactly all that <laughs> stuff, but oh. I think Braun maybe falls into that. Like it's it's like a, an adjacent to sure. Neon. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe they're more yeah. established than Neon, because I know they've been active for a But even longer. when even I when they've talk-
1: longer, yeah. Even when we're talking about that list of that list of movies you just named off of Neon, it does there's no it doesn't feel like they all belong like if you if you didn't tell me they were all from the same studio. I wouldn't or I wouldn't I wouldn't guess that. But I'd be
0: okay with it up to and until Palm Springs. Yeah. I think they're all very similar. Uh Palm Springs is different, but I would buyer. see yeah. that uh, like I, I think you know, everything, everywhere, all at once is a bit of an outlier when you consider uh, the lighthouse, uncut gems, minari. Yeah, but ex- they also Machina. did Swiss Army Man, a twenty-four Swiss Army. Fair enough. I'm just saying that, like, it, I think there's similarities in sure. terms of there being yeah. outliers. I think maybe our sample know, sizes are different here, much smaller. Yeah. Right? yeah, and that's. Absolutely. I think that's
1: maybe my, my final thought would be: like, it's incredible to me to sit here and kind of understand that there's a studio with an identity. Like a true, yeah. a true identity. And uh, I, I, I know, know studios have that. Like, again, I made fun of Brockheimer stuff. And then there's yep. a style of film that that dude makes.
0: There's a difference, though, because that he is ultimately a creative. Yes. Even though he has a yeah. company, uh, yeah. he's
1: not. Yeah. So it's really cool to, to sit here and talk about a thing that I didn't really understand existed until pretty much this hour. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Insane.
2: That's great. We got to watch more movies then <laughs> starting with that one
0: i i think that's that's pretty much the best way we can end this right like there's no way we're not getting a better send-off than we got to watch more movies right uh any other final thoughts or we we got to watch more movies
2: I think you gotta watch more movies. A twenty four movies specifically. No more Marvel for you, sir.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, we'll you, have, you have to watch uh, three A twenty four movies for every Marvel movie you watch. Ooh,
2: that's kind of a rule of thumb that I follow, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if I'm going three to three for me, one for yeah. them. Yeah. I'm like if I'm gonna throw any money at House of Mouse, I better give A twenty four their due. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. I think that might be the ratio that I'm at. Like I'm working at right now.
0: I'll okay. I'll I'll commit to three A twenty four movies before I watch Thor: Love and Thunder.
2: Well, that one you get a pass on because that's. I'm oh, excited oh, for that Oh, one. we're loud. We're
0: loud on that <laughs> one because <laughs> it
1: sounds like Tyga might be an A24 guy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he'd fit the mold. Yeah, sure. yeah, well, yeah. yeah, they're just
2: begging, you know, like, come on, Tyga. Yeah, it looks
0: like he's got some black and white shots in this movie. So, oh, man. Perfect. Oh, man. Um. Yeah. Connor, I'm sure we'll see you again, but thanks for uh, staying on the show. But Yeah,
2: thanks for having me. That was a lot of fun.